I'm Scarlett. And I'm Anya. Come inside the Flaming Yoni. And explore the depths, folds, and crevices of the Yoniverse. We were in self-destruct mode. It's totally we fine. Were. We I were. I hit record and you went away. The fuck? What's going on? I know. I don't know. I don't know. All I know um, is that your name is Angie. Yeah. It's not yeah. Anya? I'm not Anya No. Anymore. You're not we, Anya. Did we kill Rest her? Pour, here, pour one out for that bitch. <laughs> did we kill her? Yikes. Yes. Hi. Hi, everybody. My name's Angie. I'm no longer, I never really was Anya, but I am Anya still. I don't know. Man, it's a head trip, isn't it? It's a bit of a head trip. Tonight we had a, we had a slut sister interview tonight before we popped in here and Scarlett called me Anya and then she was like, wait, Angie. (laughs) So it takes a minute, right? We're going to, we're going to get there. But yeah, I mean, there's just been nothing like jumping right in friends i'm sorry this episode is some days late we're doing it we're just jumping right in to the deep end of this pool and it's something we've talked about a few times this year in the sense that our identities in the the halls of this world that we travel in of non-normative lifestyles of consensual non-monogamy and all of these things we often have to have identities that keep us safe and protect aspects of our lives outside of that world. But it's always been something for me that has really, it's really, I don't know if pained me is the right word, but it has absolutely gotten in the way of my peace because from day one of sexual alchemy all the way through today with the Flaming Yoni and everything that we're doing with Slut Sisters, I'm here to do a lot of work integrating these parts of myself, my sexuality, my spirituality, my identities as mother, daughter, sister, friend, all of these things, lover, everything is needing more integration. And I've put my life in so many different boxes and I'm code switching left and right constantly. And I just, I just can't live that way anymore. And I feel as though I'm at a point now where for me, I'm going to just be me. And I think whether the world is ready for it or not, I am. So yeah, here we go. It's Angie and I'm super happy to be here. And I am just going to be me. And that's it. There's a song I've been listening to a lot lately by Kendrick Lamar on his latest album. And the last, the last lyrics are, sorry, I didn't save the world. My friend, I was too busy building mine again. I choose me. I'm sorry. And it's like so powerful and resonant for me right now. And I think, you know, the reason I wanted to share that is like the notion of I choose me. You've chosen you, Angie. And of course, I knew you before there was an Anya. Mm-hmm. Um, you met me as Scarlet, but very quickly learned my government name. <laughs> and, you know, the way that we come to these pseudonyms, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm still Scarlet. There's no big announcement. I'm not, no. <laughs> I'm not whooping an identity not, dick out. I call you Scarlet a lot of the time, even when we're not. 
in this right. realm. And yet, for me, calling you, Anya, like, was necessity um, for our joint ventures together and for the spaces that we were in. It never was a becoming that I felt for you in our relationship. It was a becoming that I saw in the impact you've had with others. I'm just so excited that everybody knows you as mm-hmm. I do. And, you know, as far as as my expression with Scarlet, I feel very comfortable uh, being Scarlet. Now, I do, I struggle with the same thing. I want to live in a world where yeah. my livelihood uh, won't be at stake if, if I use my given name. Yeah. Um, but for now, I'm still Scarlet, bitches. <laughs> still the same old Scarlet. So we are Scarlet and Angie now. Yeah. Here but you can are. still, just because I like the way you say it, if you ever get it, an inkling to call mm. me priestess, you sure can. <laughs> if I ever want to call you priestess, yeah. Yeah. Or just, just priestess. I don't know. The way you say it. Nobody else I calls know. me that ever. Oh. And sometimes when you say, my darling priestess, I'm like, my darling yes, priestess. yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, babe. I'll call you all the things. Yeah, we, we're here and we, you're right. We, we didn't re- release an episode last week and you and I have been really, it seems like in the forest of contemplation surrounding mm. a lot of things. And we're, we're going to let our cherished listeners in on a few of those things. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I've been thinking about in in the wave was our Slut Sisters event that recently occurred. Our Ugh, um, so Slut Bag Roulette. It was so amazing. So oh, I hope you listening to this got to be there because I was riding high on the energy of it and it just felt amazing to bring those awesome content creators together and even though I know those women those women are my slut sisters I got to see sides of them that I didn't even know and like that was really elevating for me what was yeah what was your takeaway from it babe yeah you know for me I was I was really intent on making that in that event, something that would be special for people to see a side to these women that they don't get to see all the time. Mm. And I didn't have to do anything to make that happen because they showed up wholly, completely as the amazing multifaceted women that they are. And it was just so beautiful to see the authenticity, the realness. You know, we often lose sight of the fact in the content world that these are real people they're not just sex workers. They are humans with lives, with families, with hearts, with personalities, with souls. And what I really loved were the real experiences that they were willing to share with us. And I feel like everybody that was in that virtual room was privy to a side of Vixen and Anita and Megan that Twitter doesn't get to see that Instagram doesn't get to see. And of course, they're all fully authentic too in their content yes. and in they in the way that they express themselves there. But for me, this was like, I love getting a peek behind the curtains. I love getting the realness, the rawness. And we got all of that. And then we also just had a fuck ton of fun. <laughs> it was just <laughs> great. Yeah, it really was. And I love Slut Bag Roulette 
it's always going to be, you know, saucy and salacious and fun. I mean, we talked dick sucking tips. Megan was, I think, half naked the entire Well, she was because she joined in after a birthday threesome. (laughs) Amazing. So she was still in the hotel room and she looked, I mean, everybody looked amazing, but she was really given bedroom eyes through those, (laughs) through, through the Zoom room and everybody was like, put your fire out, Megan. You're making (laughs) us a little too hot over here. Damn, or throw some gasoline on it. That's what I was trying to do. I mean, she, yeah, though, all of, all of those ladies were so grateful for our sisters who came out and supported your support of our mission means the world. And we will be having through the summer, uh, monthly events and our our yeah. one slated for june which we're recording this on june 1st aka the first day of pride month aka happy the first... pride yes happy pride oh my god pride is so uh, just alive in we're our mission yes oh, oh my yeah. gosh i'm feeling the energy so much this year i was also gonna say it's the first day of hurricane season for everybody in the south <laughs> there's a lot happening but Oof. also um this will be our final episode before we go on our summer break if you go all the way back to the first episode of the flaming yoni we said we did we we're following the school calendar (laughs) (laughs) and i think i made a joke about being it being mating season well and it's i mean looking at your summer sledding schedule that you posted today on twitter it's not not mating season i actually don't think mating is the right word maybe rutting (laughs) (laughs) i think it's fucking season i don't think it's fucking season there we go not cuffing season (laughs) fucking season yeah Yeah. so and we'll we'll get to the to the planned selectivities but holy shit we've done 25 episodes this will be 26 we were with you every week we brought so many incredible people into this space and I just want to take a look back I just want to reflect and Mm. chat a little bit about some of the episodes that are really alive for us today and what we learned and how we grew so babe tell me like what are what are some of the episodes that have stayed really alive with you oh man the first one that pops into my mind is Lee David Elliott oh my god I know I such an expander. Such an expander. She's amazing. I was so entranced. She got my heart just like beating for all of these topics that she was talking about. And I've done some deep dives on some of that stuff. So I would say for sure that episode really stands out to me. I also have just so loved. I there I can't. I mean, I'm already sitting here thinking of like Mistress K and every time yeah. you and I did an episode together and talking with Veronica recently and talking to Maggie and I like everything. Everything is sticking out to me right now. Uh bottled up bitches, so much fun. Like I, but so instead of talking about the episodes that were highlights for me, I think what I'd really like to bring forth is like this feeling I I find when you and I get into a space together of balance, right? Mm. Like we hold separate poles of polarity whenever we step into a space together. 
And if one of us is like earthed in and grounded, which I would tend to, I usually think is me. I feel like you're more sky energy and I'm more earth energy. And I feel as though the poles that we hold bring a balance to the conversations that we're having that I really didn't get to experience when I was doing sexual alchemy by myself. And every time we did an episode together, it felt that, you know, kind of balance in that mix. And so being able to step in to the studio and do that with you week after week for me, it just helps me to feel a little bit more in union with myself. There's a lot of talk in like sacred sexuality communities about sacred union and things like that. And I think that a lot of time people outsource that to being about another person completing them rather than understanding that we both, we hold both of those poles within ourselves. But there's something about the way that you and I connect and interact when we are across the screen from each other that it also feels very much the same as that inner union for me with myself, where it feels like you are representing an aspect of myself that's not fully recognized or fully realized and that you can bring forth and that I'm bringing forth this other aspect too. And it feels like, I don't know, it's just like there's this completion that happens when we get across from one another. And then when we get into conversation with other people too, and you add that into the mix, Oof, I just, it's something powerful that happens for me. This is my church. This is what it feels like. When I walk out of this, I feel so full inside. I feel like my hands have been raised and that I am just like screaming to the heavens, hallelujah, because there is just so much that comes forth for me and brings to me when we have a chance to do these episodes and have these conversations. So that's, that's, that's my amen. Hallelujah. What about you, baby? Yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. It, I'm on the other end of that very same feeling and it does feel so incredibly enlivening and impactful to share the conversations, share our friendships, share what our energy has done for each other since we've met. Um, you know, we didn't, we didn't sit down with this show with any intention other than to be a hundred percent transparent and willing to give the world a look at two women who don't fit into a box, who are determined to live their lives according to the beat of their own drum and to their own standards and satisfaction, completely unbridled by... Mm you know, the conditioning, the shoulds and should nots, the, that we were on a journey that has been solitary. We don't live in the same place. We mm-hmm. haven't seen each other face to face in Smart over in six months. Six months. Um, so everything we've created in that time, we've created through, you know, through this show and through the way that we connect on the daily with our technology. But this feeling you're describing is very much so still there. And I am so proud. Pride doesn't even begin to cover the, the just exuberance I feel about what we have done together on this show and in this space, you know, um, from being extremely candid about 
the end of our, you know, very intensive, very committed relationships on the second episode of this show mm-hmm. to then, you know, being willing to process and share the way that, you know, our relating was moving into different spheres. Mm-hmm. And then, you you know, when it came come to what you and I have birthed together, the um, magnum opus of this show mm. is the Triple Wound <laughs> series. Totally. It yeah. is not just the magnum opus of this show, but probably will be one of the greatest thing I've ever done with my life. Like, mm. it is... It is so important that we were able to do that together and to really reach women and show them that so many of the the burdens and, and sorrow that we've carried in our life has less to do with our individual life experience and more to do with the collective and why this work that we're doing is so important. So that that series but then oh my gosh like all of the incredible lead to for me is like Mm. so huge i have listened to that episode so many times just to ground in with her and then what i'm really proud of is that the things that have been on my mind in this past year that are really meaningful and impactful and important to me Mm -hmm. bodily autonomy you know we talked about it multiple times you know, trans women being accepted in the fullness of their feminine, mm-hmm. you know, the the black maternal morbidity rate in this country, all of these, all of these elements of injustice and insecurity and systemic, you know, oppression in our society today in the how that is weighing on my mind and heart. I've had a, a place to express that. Mm-hmm. And I am so fucking proud that we have used this show to speak on these things, raise yeah. awareness, and also run fundraisers and make very clear statements that this paradigm has to shift. Yeah. We have to address the societal issues in order to move forward as a collective. And yeah. that is really really fucking and we'll, we'll get into this too but like that means something to me because yeah. I am a slut I am a sexually liberated woman but I fucking stand for something and I wanted everybody who knew who Scarlet was to know that she fucking stands for something mm-hmm. and I'm just so proud that we have accomplish that together and and really there's so much more there's so many more incredible experiences from amazing guests that will shed light on you know what our collective experience is going through right now and where we are heading and it just feels it feels enlivening so I'm just really every episode every episode had had a purpose so special yeah And going back to what you said about our magnum opus of the Triple Wound series, I feel as though that was, that was an entry point. That was something that I think we will continue to be bringing forth 
oh, yeah. all of those wounds, the mother, the witch, the sister, because this is the way of shifting paradigms with women. This is the way of healing for women, for femmes. I think this is the work of my life for sure. And I think that it is very clearly the work of your life too. And, and I think that it's just the beginning when it comes to that. But I think that's why that felt so powerful was because we touched something that felt sacred and something mm. that felt so holy to us. And I think that that's because it's where truth lies. And when we can get to those places and uncover them and excavate them and bring them out from the shadows, and there's just so many layers. There's so many layers that we can continue to excavate and bring forth and all of that stuff. So I agree with you that that's, I mean, I think in many ways, that's the cornerstone of almost everything we talk about. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's just, there's been, there's been such a beautiful, a beautiful tapestry of, of different conversations that we've had. And, you know, I, I want to talk a little bit about something that, some conversations we've been having and some things that have been on my mind. Um, and even when you, you know, think about what we've already talked about with our slept bag roulette event, right? Bringing in these content creators that have massive followings all over social media. Um, but, you you know, there's only a, a, a slight sense that we can pick up of the real multidimensional person mm -hmm. through these various platforms. And also thinking about, you know, all of the different topics that we were able to bring to light on the show. Um, you and I met in, in a non-monogamous community. You and I met um, in a femme-centric non-monogamous community that is still, we know, at the heart center and core of those who engage and follow and listen to the show. Mm -hmm. And it's a community that I deeply, deeply cherish. Yeah. Um, and I, my hope is that with this show, we've done exactly what I'm saying for us and for all of the women showing up as sexually liberated in this space. You know, for so long, <laughs> all of these systems of power have, have had only one, a few uses for feminine sexuality, mm -hmm. you know, to, to, you know, procreate and pass along wealth and, and further families and to commoditize and sell and use. Mm -hmm. um, and we still see that really prevalently mm. in how sexually liberated women show up what our expectations are, what what we perform and how we believe that we need to engage. And for me in this past year, I, I've I've wondered at times, you know, I, I'm I'm not a living fantasy for people anymore. I'm just a woman out here in this world living my life pursuing my pleasure the way that I want to. And I love to share it because I think there's so much power in sharing our experiences, mm -hmm. but I'm not a representation of the most popular 
porn search right now. I'm not, <laughs> not that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a woman who has given myself up to, you know, my desires and my standards for living my life with, with full abandon. And I think that's pretty fucking spectacular. I, I don't say so myself, but what I've seen is like a little bit of like a push and it's like, Hmm. You know, it just makes me, me think about, you know, what, what value do I really bring mm. when, when I'm not in that? And like, it's, it's an interesting conversation and it's one that I, I want to sh- lob over to you. I, I know it's pretty heavy, but you've, you've been through a similar transformation. Yeah. Yeah, I have. And I guess before I like dive into my own aspect of things, I want to affirm for you that your expression is pretty fucking amazing. And that, yeah, it does become a real mind fuck when Mm. you go from this place of people pedestalizing you and fetishizing you mm-hmm. and kink dispensing you as an identity, as a label. And one of the things that you and I have uncovered that is deeply uncomfortable for us, and I believe quite uncomfortable for a lot of women that walk alongside of us as sexually liberated, unshamed, and transformed femmes is that it is the very system that celebrates and pedestalizes them that continues to benefit from the over-sexualization of them and the kink dispensing of them. And it's still patriarchy in sheep's Mm. clothing. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that that is the cornerstone of sacred cuckolding relationships but it is the cornerstone of cuckolding porn and it is the cornerstone of what makes money in this world based on that dynamic and it bastardizes something that can be so precious and it is such a disgrace to the women and the men who engage in this lifestyle in this container in this choice And we've seen, because we have experienced a pretty drastic turn away of our own expressions as we have said goodbye to those containers because they don't fit us any longer. And I'm okay with that because just like you, I'm embracing a new phase for myself of what my sexual expression is and mine is much more internal it's much quieter it is much less public it is much more for myself it is much less for the masses and it's no better or worse than anybody else's expression but there still seem to be, I I keep getting some comments in my Instagram comments and things on Twitter that just are completely debasing anything that I actually have put out there about myself in 
well over a year, probably more like a year and a half. Yeah. And it's like those old identities die so hard for the people who just can't stop living in their fucking fantasy. And there is nothing wrong for anybody whose expression is authentic and genuine for all of that. There is no shade. There is no nothing. I think what you and I are bringing to light here is that there is also no shame in the expression changing and shifting and finding a new dynamic. And that just because we are choosing to use our platform for a different set of conversations, we understand that our audience shrinks. We understand that those for whom this message is going to resonate is not the greatest numbers. Mm -mm. And that's something we've had to learn and contend with in the last number of months as we've been having these conversations that enliven us so deeply. And we see that the engagement is just not probably at all what we expected. And we've had to wrestle with the reality of what, what really is. Yeah. I mean, and also process and cope with that. Right. Because, you know, my, my former blog, um, had over a hundred thousand page views in about a year. And that was because my former blog was all about, you know, the cuckolding dynamic, which is exceedingly popular and continues to be. And I mean, what you, what you had mentioned before and what, what I, what I love to see from anyone is a coming into fullness and, and, and integration with their desires mm-hmm. into their overall humanity and, and expression yeah. and for shame not to be present in that and for, you know, internalized fear and to be present in that. And, and I, I want everybody to come into that level of fullness. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I believe that for some people, you know, even though everybody has to work to do that because we live in such a repressed society, um, for some people, you know, it isn't a choice. For for gay people, mm. it's not a it, the it's not really a choice for them because that's a life in the closet. That's a life of extreme misery and of self denial, and like you know, that's why coming out of the closet is such an important, I think everybody should have to come out of the closet about something, you know, that is, that is an expression of selfhood that is being hidden from the world that then, you know, they have to say, this is who I am. This is me and my fullness. And, you know, here I am, accept me or not. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, to kind of, to kind of backtrack, you know, uh, in our second episode, I, I said I had a theory about why cuckolding is so popular, and I never expounded on it later, but I'll, I'll put it out here just briefly. And I think it, it kind of informs to what you were mentioning about our engagement. So it's only very recently 
in our, you know, modern societal constructs that women have the social capital um, to be independent financially, to be a, a, you know, functioning member of society as an unwed person, uh, a person who can, you know, provide for themselves financially, be accepted in, you know, most circles of society, etc. And so with that social capital that women have gained, we've also gained, you know, freedom and access and the capacity to have a level of sovereignty over our bodies, over our, you know, time, over our connections with others that simply have this, this, this is very new. It's very novel. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like with literally within like a generation or two. And mm-hmm. so like a lot of these newer paradigm constructs, even though, you know, those of us growing up in this generation are like, oh yeah, you know, yeah, women have the choice to you know, partner with who they want to partner and sleep with who they want to sleep with. And women shouldn't be ostracized for having a sex life. Yeah, that's that's a given. It's really not. It's really not a given. This is very mm-hmm. new. Mm-hmm. And so I believe that a lot of the popularity surrounding cuckolding and hotwifing has to do with the collective conscious of our species, but really specifically in men, it's the eroticization of the freedom that women have today. Mm. Mm. That we are not obliged to sleep with anybody. <laughs> we mm. are certainly not obliged to marry anybody. We are not ob- obliged to partner with it. There, even though there is still great societal conditioning and pushing it to do that, it, it's not like, oh, you have to marry somebody or you're not going to be able to feed yourself. You're not mm. going to have a bank account. You're not going to have a job. And mm. so... I think at the end of the day, there there has become an eroticism that's been created surrounding women's autonomy and freedom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, more and more people are living in non-traditional, you know, relationship dynamics. Mm-hmm. We look at the divorce rate. We look at, you know, all of these things. And I think you put all of that in a pot and kind of stir it <laughs> and you pick, get a ladle and put and cuckolding comes out because, yeah. you know, and, and I actually think that's a good thing. I think yeah. that in some regards, it's super positive for men to realize that the feminine sexual expression is not meant to be in a monogamous lifelong relationships all the time. That's great for some women. But all of us were forced into that. And the reality is that for so many women, there are so, there's so much more to their sexuality than being expressed that way. And that's great. But unfortunately, patriarchy and capitalism and all that shit does what it does. And what we we see now is a, a lot of folks with a very unhealthy obsession with a lifestyle and with a sexual expression that they don't have a, a healthy understanding of it. And all yeah. the while more and more people are being exposed to it. And what, what I think you're left with is a lot of folks who are very confused mm-hmm. and 
we're, we're it's such a taboo and counterculture right. desire anyway that then I have shame that I'm heaving onto myself for having this counterculture you know and and countercultural and taboo desire and totally. that just feeds to you know and it becomes a very vicious cycle yeah um and you know what i can see now with the thousand foot view and the clarity of being out of that relationship that i was in is that we are moving towards something we are moving towards something in this collective we are moving towards new relationship paradigms, new yeah. ways of connecting with others, yeah. new freedom, new sovereignty. And that's what I am here for. Yeah. And my hope would be is that that's what you, listener, are also here for. Here for. However, <laughs> what we've seen is that that may not be entirely the case because right. you, you're not seeing the forest from the trees. You're not seeing that cuckolding is really about feminine liberation period yeah that's what it is it's about that and so well well it's it is it is i also think i mean our show is about feminine liberation oh it's so much bigger than that absolutely but what i will also say is i agree with you about cuckolding and i think another piece of it is that it's about male liberation from the patriarchy too yes and it is one of those things where men are also getting to say i am not taking the role that you've always forced me into yes i also get to have parts of myself that give up control i don't have to have all the answers i don't have to constantly hold the reins i get to give that up And in the most divine expression of some of the most amazing people both you and I have ever met, we are seeing that happen in reality, in full expression, in sacred connection with their cuckoldresses. Mm -hmm. But it's so fucking hard to let the patriarchy get out of your system. And it's it's another piece of the chain that binds, that keeps the you know the dynamic going the way that it is represented in porn right and we're not even talking then yet about adding thirds into the mix we're just talking about that dynamic and there's just so much that has been done to damage it in popular culture and all of it boils down to what you're talking about with regard to feminine sexual expression being liberated and being able to stand on its own and not have to be for the purpose of procreation and wealth management and passing family systems along. And it Mm. also is freedom for men from the system that has bound and controlled them forever too. Absolutely. And it's something that you and I are both brokenhearted that we just see not fully reaching its potential yet Mm. but we see these other paradigms kind of coming forth from all of it and i think that gives both of us a lot of hope but we've had um we've had a lot of hard realizations this last this last year i think around this and around a lot of things frankly (laughs) and i think that you know 
I want to circle circle right back around because as much as all of these realizations have been true and have been hard and we've gone through hosts of emotions processing that, we have had so many people Mm -hmm. in our lives Mm -hmm. and so many supporters and listeners of this show that have moved and touched us in ways that... I, I mean, it's beyond words. It's <laughs> unlike anything I've ever experienced. And really? I really want to talk a little bit about the gratitude that we have mm-hmm. for those who have made this show possible through your support of Angie, of me, of, of both of us together and separately. And we just have so many people to thank. <laughs> Yes. And the burden yeah. is that so many of you can't be named. <laughs> directly oh, I know. I know. It's you, the hardest part. Right. Yeah. I mean, yes. So much love. So much support. Every day, our cups get filled by the amazing women that are filling up the sanctum day in and day oh out. God. Not just talking ab- ab- about us and our episodes. It's so far beyond that. But like, that's where like this community is kind of where it got started and we just have such deep gratitude and every single day we just are affirming each other that like this mission is everything and so many people have been so grateful and so thankful and have reached out with dms with text messages with some of their reviews of the show on Twitter, on, it doesn't matter. Like they're finding us wherever and still just saying how much this is affirming of them, how much this is helping unshame them, helping transform them, help them in their journey toward liberation. And yeah, the gratitude, it's just like bursts out of my chest every time I get boundless. Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, there is so much work that Angie and I do to put out every episode. (laughs) So much intention goes into all of it. Um, And I just I just really want to acknowledge that, that, like, we've worked really hard to bring this forth into the world. It has been a labor and (laughs) of love, for sure, of love, of service, of sisterhood. and yes, I couldn't agree more. Um, every bit of feedback and every person who's reached out. And, you know, we have families and we have lives and we have work and we have, you know, commitments and we have so many things beyond this show that we show up for each and every day. And, um, you know, I know that for me, um, my family, both my bio family and my chosen family have been instrumental. There have been days when I've been frustrated and like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, we've got to solve this problem where we've got to think through this and like, uh, and I can call one of them and they are there for me. And like our families are, you know, everything. And I, you know who you are if you're listening to this show. Totally. Um, I love you and I appreciate you so much. Um, And yeah, I know that that is just as true for you, babe. Oh my gosh. I mean, right now the sacrifices that 
my child yeah. makes every time we step into the recording studio. I've heard them Literally. come into my room twice since we hit record, wondering when I'm going to be done. And I, you know, I just have so much gratitude for him, for his yeah. patience, knowing that anytime my girl calls, I've got to pick up the phone because we have things we got to talk about. He's so patient. There, yeah, there's such layers of support too for me in my life that I just have boundless gratitude to. And of course, yes, again, like you know who you are. I do feel deeply called to at least acknowledge one very specific sister that every single week is hyping us up on Twitter, on text, in the sanctum. You absolutely know who the fuck you are and (laughs) our love for you is endless and we feel like you are the third (laughs) in many ways in these conversations and we know that, you know, we know that we're not going to get to have your voice on the show, but you are present in so much of what we're doing here in the topics that bring, that are brought forth in the perspectives that are brought forth. And just, we, we just feel so deeply supported by you. And I know you're listening to this and you know who you are. Yeah. Yes. We love you, sister. We love all of our sisters. We love all of our sisters. But, but there's just the I'm emotional. Support. I know we're both know. super emotional. There's just Woo. a level of support that's unparalleled there. And it's worth, oh, I agree. It's worth calling out for sure. I agree. Yeah. There is no like easy way to um, step into a life of like full authenticity. And there's just no way that you can do it alone. There's just no way. It is the path is way too perilous and um angie <laughs> you and i have had each other um for a long time now yeah. and we have seen each other and the world has seen us and the world doesn't even know what we have coming yet and we don't even know what we have coming yet but the flaming yoni which you know i feel like folks like our the name of our show i love it because a lot of people don't know immediately what it is and I think they get an idea of it and then it shifts again. But like we have created in this show something that I think in 10 years yeah. people will come back and listen to and say, holy shit, like those women were having those conversations way back then. <laughs> like, wow. You know, I I mean, honestly, I do. I fucking that's the one piece of patting on our backs I'll do but I I really do believe that we are we are ahead of the curve and that's okay we can be torch pairs but like you know we would love to hear from you if this show impacted you you know if it helped you in any way please reach out Um, it would just mean so much for us to hear a little bit about what we've what we put out there and what it's meant to you but um, I'm just left feeling so incredibly f- proud. And yeah. even though you won't hear our voices on this show for a few months, we're going to be living our lives, living <laughs> them out loud. And, you know, you will remain connected with us. But what what, what do you have going on for this summer, love? <laughs> What's it going to look like for you? 
Oh, well, I will be doing a little communing with Grandmother Ayahuasca here this summer. It's been a year since I sat with her last. And for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, there's an episode back, back way back in the annals of sexual alchemy talking about this sacred medicine that I sit with on occasion. So that will be coming up very soon, and I will get to see you when I travel for that. So mm. I'm very deeply looking forward to our person-to-person -person connection time. Desperately needed. Me too. Me too. I will be doing a little bit of traveling with my child. I hope I will be doing a little bit of traveling for myself and doing a lot of building up on my coaching business and the work that I want to be doing with women independently of the stuff that we're doing all the time too. So I've got a, um, a women's group that I am starting locally here in Denver. It is called Soror Mystica, and it is that stands for Mystical Sisters. And so I'll be doing some building up of that and hosting some ceremonies in my space with women and just really leaning into that side of myself. So that's what summer is going to bring for me. And I deeply believe that Grandmother Ayahuasca will have a lot of information for me on what things look like for you and I moving forward with the Flaming Yoni and with Slut Sisters and this sacred mission that we carry together. So, yeah, it's uh, it's going to get real, real soon. Well, I'm so looking forward to seeing you. Um, Same. I can't wait. And it's coming up so quickly. And, um, yeah, summer I, is going to be very expansive for me. Um, mm -hmm. Tell me, tell me. Yeah. I mean, even though I'm um, Scarlet is still alive and kicking, I have some opportunity to connect in with um, some friends from my much long younger life, um, mm -hmm. and I'm I'm really actually looking forward to that because so much of my life has become tied to who I am as a sexually liberated woman and like my relationships with others outside of that like all of that freedom and expansiveness that I feel just spills over and all to all of those relationships and so um my childhood best friend is coming to visit me mm -hmm. and we are traveling together and I am living and breathing for that um and I will be doing a lot of travel to reach out to sexually liberated unshamed and transformed women yes. and slut sisters continues we will be hosting our events yes we will um yes we will we will be hosting our virtual events and slut sisters will be making some appearances at some in-person events as well so i will list them off here if you are attending um planet swirl which is i don't think i've talked about them on the show but they are a great um uh series of events that are held in texas um this will be my sixth 
Planet Squirrel Romance? Mm. Oh my gosh. I, I know. I just really, really enjoy them. They're they're a really fun event with lots of diversity, lots of really great people. And, you know, just the event host puts on an amazing show and is very supportive of Slut Sisters. So we're going to go and we're going to do some games and we're going to have a booth there that's going to be in Fort Worth next weekend. Coming up so quick. Mm-hmm. So Slut Sisters will be there. And also... I'm really excited about this one, Angie. We haven't told anybody about this, but we are going to be at Nadia Nolens, which is one of the biggest swinger lifestyle events in the country, yes. maybe the world. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I am so, so thrilled. I've already got connected with some of the other podcasters that are coming. Uh, I may be able to record an episode from there and just connect in with a lot of listeners of the show. So if you're going to Naughty, I will be there. Uh, that's, I think, the second weekend in July. So, wow. I'm just so really much. wanting to be where, you know, the sluts are, where the sexually liberated queens are, and just connect in with so many folks and have some new experiences and meet some new people. So I'm really feeling the energy of the summer is going to take me so many places. And when we return here, who knows who knows? Who knows? What we'll be unpacking together. Yeah. And I love that we don't know. I love yes. that we don't know. It's sometimes so hard to live into the unknown. And when we have all these things swirling and changing about, it can feel really discombobulating. But um, I'm at the end of this episode now. I'm feeling so grateful that the path isn't, you know, laid out for us yet and that we still get to be surprised by it ourselves. So we just thank you all so much for being with us through all of this. We thank you for your patronage of season two of The Flaming Yoni. We love you very much. And we can't wait to be back in space with you again. It'll go by before you know it. We know you all have busy summers too. And we'll see what season three looks like on the other side stretch out your arms and feel the limitlessness of your freedom Mm. you will never be as young as you are this summer so have some fun live in the moment be free and stay safe sane and well and sacred and salacious all of the things sacred and salacious baby all of it everything in between we'll miss you take care Thanks for spending some time in the Yoniverse with us. We adore our listeners, and we'd love to connect more deeply with you. Find us on our website, theflamingyoni.com, and our socials are in the show notes. Before you leave the Yoniverse, be sure to give us a five-star rating, and don't forget the review. Your feedback means the world to us. We can't wait to light your world on fire next week, and in the meantime, stay sacred. And stay salacious. Stay salacious.